Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, a Widow Wednesday on June 21st, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One at Gary Widow. Good morning. Yes, it's like just we just realized before the show, today's the summer solstice, isn't it? Longest day of the year. And I think, at least where I am, the hottest day, it's too fucking hot, Greg. I don't know what's like where you are. It's too hot in the It's area. too damn hot. It's, uh, I yeah, don't I, like it. A morning meeting, and Andy and Barrett were already talking about how hot it is where they are. You're talking about how hot it is where you are. You you look like you just came from working out, but you didn't, right? Well, well I mean, we both know. We both know that's not the case. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm just, I'm wearing like the, like the least amount of clothes possible because it's really, really hot today, and I sure. don't like it. And, you know, San Francisco houses don't have air conditioning at least if you lived in la like they know it's going to be hot and, and they they're not air well conditioning into the houses. they're not they're well, not you know before we ruined the environment sf was pretty stable you know what i mean it didn't get too hot it didn't get too cold yeah, but then everybody's like you know what ago? spray your hair that's when i built everything were that's you were, just... were, were both of you speaking in the environment were both of you living here in the city that day what was it like a year or so ago when we woke up and it was just fucking orange it was like living in Two blade runner ago, yeah that was oh my god it was, uh, it was freaky yeah, you remember yeah, that you known me and bear for how long yeah we were living here it was COVID. we could wear <laughs> well, I, didn't know, I didn't know if both of you were in the city at that point but yeah it was the mm. it was weird right? i remember just going yeah, out and walking around because it was like living on mars it was surreal sure, sure. Yeah, yeah yeah it was not it was not a good scene that was, it was yeah that was not great yeah that was not great Anyway, you know, how are you, Greg? I'm good. I don't know yeah. if you heard. I'm getting a steam what? deck, Gary. It's happened. Don't worry about it. I know. Don't what a waste. What a terrible waste. Gary, stuff on your side. Uh, Barrett, run the clip, everybody. TikTok.com slash at Kind of Funny Games. This is the new TikTok out. It's the hotness. Let's watch it. This is the energy I'm putting into the universe today. I tweeted, I'm feeling it. This is my week. I will get my email about my steam deck being ready. I feel Love it. that. Love so that. So now live, everybody, I'm going to open up my Steam Deck email, throw that open, and I'm, I'm not even making it up. It's here. It's here. Bro. It is here. Bro. There you go. 16 minutes ago, motherfucker. Ah! Ah! Praise be to Jesus. And I'm Satan. This is the... Gary, you're 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 a Steam Deck user. You have a Steam Deck. You're gonna I come in. I'm part of the club now. You're immediately gonna insult me. I open the door to the clubhouse. I immediately get insulted. What is that all about, sir? I mean, there's so much to unpack here. The 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 one thing that you did get right is the Hail Satan part because this is absolutely not God's work that you're getting a Steam Deck. This is an affront to the gaming gods. I would say I don't even know where to start. First of all, I want to ask you this. So. Just on this whole prediction, like, oh, I've got this feeling that when I open my email, I'm going to get this this uh, this invitation. It's, and, and it turned out to be the case. I, I feel like even that was that that was that was that was a that was a setup, right? You either, knew, you either had seen the email, or you saw that no. other people were getting their emails because a bunch of people got their emails yesterday. Well, no, and you just had a feeling that you were going to get yours as well. If you, but like Gary, were an actual dedicated journalist, you would know that last week on a stream, I got walked through. Oh, hey, how, on sub on the Reddit for Steam Deck, how to well, go through a post show as well. That was a post show. Where you play? It was yeah, right. It was Games Daily that then went to do a post show. Where to get in line? And I was they were like, good news, like the people who ordered around you are ninety seven percent fulfilled. And then, of course, as a Steam Deck uh, person who's been on the outside, I know, of course, Monday and Thursday are when the emails go out saying, hey, pay us for your Steam Deck. So it was just happens. As Sunday, I felt good that this was going to be the week, 97%. How much longer can they make me wait? And then it's, don't try to rain on my parade. Don't try to act like this is a scheduled bit. That was God. a genuine Greg reaction. So and you went through So you went through a process. You, you paid credit, the credit card, the whole it's thing. Done. Like Now you just wait for it to ship? Yeah. Okay. I'm here, Gary. I'm ready. Blessing put so, out a video on his channel about the things I need to do for the Steam Deck. Very excited. 
There's so, there, I, there's so many thoughts running through my head right now. I don't even know where to start. Usually what you start with, congratulations, Greg. I'm glad you're here to play Steam Deck games with me, your friend Gary Witta. That's where you'd start. You know what I mean? Now, you're already looking for the little British bar. Why do you even want this thing? It plays PC games, which you have done historically done nothing but deride and scorn and mock. So why do you why do you even want this thing? Because the problem with PC games has always been, oh, well, you don't have the right graphics card. You don't have the right driver. You don't have the thing. This is the Steam Deck. I'm just going to turn it on. It's going to oh, work, no, right? You think that's over? I'm going to pause the Steam Deck? In. Let me tell you, as a Steam Deck owner, it ain't over. Yeah. You got to go in through, like, maybe not every game, uh, uh, even if it says, like, deck verified, maybe it doesn't run smooth. So you got to go into the ba- uh, back end. You got to go like, into the Linux right, back like, end. I need to bring down the, the FPS. Yeah. Or, Trust know, me, Valve, you guys, Valve are ensured that you, you got, guys are just trying to scare me right now. Valve made sure that the Steam the Deck encompasses end, the right? entire PC gaming experience, which includes all the having to fuck around to get games running. And Trust like, me, they've, they've got it. it, it Greg, like, also, you're talking a big a big game about playing this Ghostbusters Sega game or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to go through the steps to get that working on the Steam Deck. All I know is that Blessing Addy Oye Jr., God bless him, has it running on his Steam Deck, right? So I don't have to learn. I can just, I can, I can ask Bless, how is it, what do I do, where do I go, what do I do? Where do I drag the little file and put it into the little file, and I got the little file. Well, then uh, I download uh, Rogue Legacy 2, and I'm set until the next indie yeah. game I What's care about. What's funny is, is that you've got, uh, we've talked about this a million times before, but the Steam Deck kind of adds, adds an extra wrinkle to it. As consoles become more like PCs, you know, where it's constant uh, dry, you know, updates, patches, Having to like fucking get screwdrivers out to upgrade the the you storage and all this I kind of stuff. Today, right and now we PCs went, right with the we Steam live, Deck are right becoming more we like live, consoles. Gary. We're right meeting in the we middle. Right? Game, PC games and console games are now indistinguishable from one another. Right before we went live, I went and switched out my uh, cover on my work PS5 to one of the new pink one I got or whatever. Oh and yeah, I was, I was cracking up thinking about you as I took the one screw out of the goddamn base. <laughs> Gary's so <laughs> dead set that this one screw in the PS5 base makes it a PC. Was it Bar- Barrett? Was it you that just upgraded? recently your ps5 yeah. memory you, now you had to go online and look at a guide right you had to watch a video yeah i watched I, that I doesn't watched, sound very console-y to me oh, I, i'm gonna I, go I, look I, watch a youtube walkthrough and, and i watched a youtube walkthrough to like do the the ps4 upgrading for the hard drive back in the day it's a five minute process i just wanted to make sure i was doing it right so i went to the one and only destin legary from ign a source that i can trust yeah and i yeah, was yeah. just like all right i just want to make sure that i'm taking the faceplate off correctly yeah uh, i know and all this stuff did you and, have the thing that i had where you felt like it was going to snap right no. before it actually comes off naturally no it, it came off i felt like easy. mine was going to snap the, and then because I, I did the same thing as you on. my problem yeah was that was actually, annoying as well yeah. i watched the original like the official playstation one that they put uh, out back yeah. in the day and that was and it's scary because there's a part where they say now as you take the screw off the little metal plate make sure you don't accidentally drop Strip the screw it. into the massive fucking death star exhaust port fan vent that's right next well, to yeah. it. And that makes that's you like common it's, sense. It's, it's like playing fucking Operation. I mean, not really. It's just common sense. Don't drop the screw into the middle of the PS5 where it's going to be impossible to get unless you want to tear open I mean, your maybe, PS5. Maybe don't more. put the tiny little screw next to the giant screw it's sucking a, fan vent. It's, it's a, not on. It's not <laughs> on. That's what you're doing. That works if it falls in, but if it falls in there, you ain't getting it back. Oh, it's going to rattle around in there. Just oh, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just do yeah, this. Do the yeah, no problem thing at all. You, like, drop a pick into the, the base of the guitar. I actually like, nearly fucked around. up because I thought, I've got this right. I was putting it all back together. <laughs> and my nine-year-old kid came along and said, what? are you supposed to put that metal plate back on top before you close it? I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I am. So I, I almost <laughs> fucked up. My kid spotted it before I did. Sparks are shooting out of it. It was a five-minute process. Yeah. I opened it Do you know how long the process is on Xbox? Literally one second. Yeah, but like... But then, but then you do the thing where you install the extended memory on the Xbox, Gary, and you stare at the Xbox because there's nothing to play on it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Absolute madness. So I want to go back to this. What, 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 okay, Steam Deck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, when you get it out of the box, I know the first thing, you're going to do the first thing that everyone does when they get a Steam Deck is not play any games on it, but like take pictures of it and go, look at me, I have a Steam Deck. Here's a title screen of a game that I'm going to not play. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this game off after I've taken the screenshot. We've all done that. What are you actually going to play on this thing? What PC games do you want to play on this thing? Ghostbusters on the Sega Master System. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Reg- Rogue Legacy 2. I want Rogue Legacy 2 ready to go as a handheld device. This, it, I, I, Honestly, I feel like this Steam Deck, it's like the same, I feel the same way as I did when you got that 3080. Yeah. I just think, like, what a waste. 
Like I would have, I would no, rather that thirty eighty have gone to a fucking cryptocurrency miner. At least it would have been put to use. Think about I mean, this, it dude, like my, my bad use. My 3080s in my work PC over here, right? <laughs> that I, I stream, do all stuff. But of course, I want to play my games on the TV. So when I had to review the quarry, did I disconnect my 3080 PC? No, nah, I just grabbed P Jen's PC and drug that over. I don't know what's here's, 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 here's the life cycle of Greg's no. Steam Deck. Out of the box, take a picture. Tweeted at Paris with a thing that says "fuck you, Paris." Back in no, the no, no, no. Paris and I are again. flipping on Khalif now. Now we're flipping on Khalif. You yeah, they're join joining up. forces. It's going to be really yeah. bad, Gary. Yeah, yeah. So be... you do, your, you'll do your "fuck you" tweet, and then that's it. You'll never play. You'll never play it. Again. I, uh, Gary... If you want some advice for actual good PC games, you can play on it. Mm. Come talk to me, an actual PC gamer. You're just going to power watch PC gamer magazine. I can help you out. Uh, I can okay, open Gary, the door for you. Gary, Gary, you can walk through. I made a joke there about Power Wash Simulator. All right. I want you to know at Summer Game Fest, I played Power Wash Simulator 2. That is a great game that you should what play on the Steam Deck. What a fucking game. Power oh, Wash yeah. Simulator really 2. Quick. I, I, that needs to come to the consoles because that's mm. a terrific game. Gary, the one hope yeah. I have for Greg and his fucking Steam Deck is mm. that Persona 5 Royal is coming to Steam in October. And maybe with the access of having Persona 5 Royal as a handheld game, Greg will actually put more time into it. Do you think there's an element of this where Greg can like kind of pretend that the Vita is still alive? Yes, that's one hundred percent. That's what's really going on here. Yes, like I've never hidden that. I've never hidden that fact. Yeah, it's like a fucking real doll. Real quick, I'm pretty sure Power Wash Simulator, the original, was out on uh, consoles. It's not out on consoles. It isn't. No, it should be, and I hope it Wikipedia will. Wikipedia says Power Wash Simulator, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. What's that? Wikipedia says it's on Xbox. Not as far the as the new I one know. is definitely coming to Xbox. What? Because I think it, it might even be Game Pass, but I could be wrong with that. Anyway, it is a great game, and it, it is deck verified, and it works very well on the deck. There's a ton yeah. of great games that are worth playing on the deck, and I hope you do actually genuinely get into it. I know I'm giving well, you shit over it, but I think you, this really. will actually open your. It's going to open up so many games to you that you otherwise would not have had even thought to play, which I think you're going to enjoy. See, I want to go that far. I just think that there'll be a lot of games I want to play handheld. And I think, you know, when the indie stuff comes around, it'll be a more convenient fashion for me to jump on. Power Wash Simulator launches July 14th for Xbox Series X, Xbox Ooh, One. Ooh, there you go. That's going to be great. I'm excited yeah. about that. I just, yeah. I just want to game. point out to chat where they're like, oh, but Persona good. 5 Royal's coming to Xbox. You can play it on Xbox. I'm talking about handhelds. If you want handheld. to talk about xCloud, Greg's not going to play on a 120-hour JRPG on xCloud chat. There's going to be a way for him oh, to play no. this game. Given finally. that Persona is not coming to the Switch, this is really, I mean, the, Steam really the only way to play uh, Persona 5. As far as we right? know. See, the other thing about it, because the Steam Deck will run uh, the Game Pass, right? The old Game Pass will do all that you could, stuff. I guess you could it, Xbox. Like a, you could, there's you like could a back end game way. That, that's where you have to like bring up uh, the like browser, Greg, and then you play it through yeah. the browser. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not doing that, no. See, because you jump through the other one, right? So it'll, it'll play a Windows game then, right? It'll play that. That's how your PC. Well, you gotta, you gotta install. It's on Windows. Steam. If it's on Steam, it's playing it. Yeah. See, I here's the thing. I I really enjoyed my time with Moonglow Bay. If you remember that game, where I, I like Moonglow Bay. I played that on the Xbox. I played it on Xbox too, but then I fell off because I was like, you know what? This is a perfect Switch game. But since Nintendo can't get their head out of their ass and get Moonglow Bay on it, I'll just play that on my Steam Deck too. So there you go, Gary. Now, I'm now just remember, not everything on Steam is going to work on your Steam Deck. It's, there, there are certain things that, you know, I go it to the relies Steam heavily page, on like mouse and keyboard controls. And yeah, but Moonglow like Bay doesn't. Moonglow Bay. Anything, anything Greg Miller is going to play. What's nice about the Steam Deck is it has a special version of the Steam store yeah. that has a curated section for games that are verified and work really well on the Steam Deck. So you can kind of just peruse that. Steam Deck, Moonglow Bay is, uh, it's playable. It's got the little yellow eye yeah i don't go i don't go in unless it's a full green light i don't like oh, the yeah. yellow lights well they're like blessing played a uh, neon white before neon white was like verified because even paris when he tried to bring it up the other day he got like the warning of like hey like we haven't fully verified this but blessing was like it, it runs it runs fine so yeah Gary, you know what we say to adventure this summer in 2022 we say yes to adventure Say yes to adventure, Gary. I'm I, sick of you I, sitting I, there I, with your huge guns trying to stop adventure. And I'm also sick of you stopping all the questions of the day. Like, are we about to get a reveal of Skate 4? How big is Gotham City and Gotham Knights? And how many review embargoes were today? We'll answer all these questions and ask some, I'm sure, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week, down a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can write in with your questions, comments, 
concerns about the daily news, you can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post-show we do. You can get shows like the Gamescast that is recording this afternoon live as we record it all on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. There are plenty of free ways to support the show. You can use the Epic Creator Code KINDOFUNNY. If you're playing Fortnite, pop that in on whatever platform you're using. Or if you're using the Epic Game Store, go ahead and pop that in. Every part of your purchases goes to us, and it's nice. It doesn't cost you anything extra. You just support the show. Of course, for free, you can be watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, just like Jay Fulcrum is, uh, Fabu Dabu Do, and Rye2KVR all are. If you're watching live on uh, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday literally as we were literally sorry literally as we were talking i just went and grabbed neon white and on steam and i'm installing it now because i keep hearing really good things about it it's a game of the year contender gary we'll talk that's what i'm hearing i got i see nitro rifle on my friend's list he's playing it right now he can't get enough of it damn you need to do some work uh yeah uh, of course gamescast today will be the review of tmnt and neon white a very exciting time but more importantly, housekeeping. Snowbike Mike wore a crop top this weekend and he burned his tum tum. You can come get the whole story on the Kind of Funny podcast right now. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny podcast services around the globe. I missed that one, Gary, and I'll let you know. I'm very excited to listen to it. It's a good episode. Very excited. I mean, I, I might have to listen to that one. Of course. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Gordon McGuire and Fargo Brady. Today we're brought to you by Uplift, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Eight items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one, Gary Michael Witta. Are we? A, what's your middle name? Do what's your middle name? I'm not going to tell you my middle name. Fair enough. Uh, Gary Michael Witta is Skate Four about to get revealed next month. We go to Try Hard Guides where Tom Henderson writes. Sources have suggested that Skate Four, or simply Skate, will be revealed next month. It's understood that the game has been undergoing extensive playtesting these past few months, with the title being much further along in development than people may have thought. Leaked footage of the game that hit uh, the internet in April of this year showed a very early look at where the game was at in its development cycle, or so we thought. Uh, although the community assumed the footage was from uh, around the same time as it when, it when it was leaked, it has since been suggested by several sources that, that have played the game that the leaked footage was likely months old when it leaked. It's unclear what exactly EA will show off with Skate uh, next month, uh, but it's believed to be the game will finally show off in-game footage. It's been suggested that Skate content creators and journalists will have the opportunity to play and get hands-on with the game to give their impressions. EA has already reported that it will release four unnamed titles during its Q4 fiscal year 23 period, which of course is January 1st, 2023 to March 31st, 2023. One of these titles will be, quote, a major IP of which could be Skate, although sources couldn't confirm this theory. Gary Witta, mm. are you excited for Skate 4? It's funny, we were just talking before the show about how Barrett couldn't find a uh, I don't care uh, gif sure. for me. And I was saying, oh, well, that's, that's kind of an old don't meme anyway. Me, like, Gary. Don't do this. And yet, don't do this. refreshed now, because I couldn't give a flying fuck about Skate 4. I don't like skateboarding games. I, I, I actually went and grabbed that Tony Hawk uh, 1 and 2 uh, remaster in an attempt like yeah maybe maybe maybe, maybe it was just me like i i just and it is me um but i sure. don't like them i keep falling off the skateboard here's what i'll say though i hear you and i'm not even gonna this isn't a hard sell i want you to love whatever you love and like whatever you like and don't like whatever you don't like did you ever try skate because i no, but isn't not, skate I, even harder though isn't skate like no. more simmy no well yes but it's simmy in a way that like Part of the part of the gameplay of Skate is getting better, as if you were really a skater. Whereas for me, the original Tony Hawk, you know how Tony Hawk was in one and two, a complete turnoff to me. I didn't like Tony Hawk until Thug, and yeah. Skate is more like that in terms of like, hey, go out and run the you know run this line over and over again, like free skate, come back, try to hit the move you want to do, try to get into this thing. Like I always found Skate to be a much more chill experience, and mm. like. Granted, yeah, you can make it, you can go do challenges or whatever and make it as hard as you want it to be. But for me, skate was very much like, hey, I'm not great at this and I just want to screw around and, and try to get good at it and show some clips. And to, do that to put it into context, Gary, like I always compare Tony Hawk 
to Guitar Hero, where it's all about the high score. It's all okay. about like mm-hmm. the 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 line, like just like the combos you're doing um, right. to get the h- number as high as possible. Whereas like Skate, I equate a little bit more to to Rock Band, where like yeah, it's maybe a little more simmy with like they they get into like the singing and the drums and stuff like that. But it's more about having like a a, a fun, more chill time doing lines that like you want to per- okay. personally perfect and stuff. Like all right, that. well then maybe that would be more my cup of tea. I mean, I'll give it a try. It's that it's, thing where you will fall off the board, but it's not going to yeah. be like, I just don't want to be falling loser, off the board constantly like I do in Tony Hawk. I don't really like, skate culture is not, I'm too old for that shit. I don't really like it. Yeah. Um. I like I like that style of gameplay. You know how much I love SSX. I go on about SSX all the time. Again, similar kind of thing, like doing flips and, you know, it's just a skateboard without wheels, right? Is yeah. when you're doing the snowboarding stuff. So it's a very similar kind of gameplay. Um. I was playing Oli Oli World quite recently. I like that. Okay. Obviously, different style of gameplay, but I'll get on Barrett's recommendation. If it's a more chill time, uh, I just I just don't like games that make me feel like I'm not good at games. Well, no, and, and I'm not good at games. Whole, but I don't like I don't like games mm. that keep reminding me of that. And Tony that's the Hawk whole is, point is, is like you games. you are gonna you'll probably fall, but like they even have the mechanic of like uh you you press a button and that's kind of like your start point. And if you mess up like whatever you're trying to do, you press a, a different button and it takes you back to like wherever you want to reset and stuff like that. So it is about okay. like kind of self improvement, uh, like perfecting whatever line you're trying to do and stuff like that. It, it it's it's one push at a time and skate. I will give it a tr- I will give it a try. Uh Gary, of course, people know you across the universe as the writer of Batman Fortress, the writer of Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, issue 2 comes out a week from today. Thanks this for, wasn't thanks meant for reminding you. This wasn't meant to promote yours. And of course, uh, a co-host on the Kind of Funny Axe cast. On that mm-hmm. show, of course, mm-hmm. it is led by the one, the only, the master of hype, Snowbike Mike. Snowbike Mike, how are you? Greg Miller, thank you so much for having me on. Of course, I am a skate mega fan. Gary Witta, I have half of my face shaved right now. I have shaving cream on half of my face because I had to come bring the hype camera. Turn and the camera. energy. No, I'm glad that you did. Mike, this I, is, I mean, I should just not be a part of this conversation. Like, turn I don't on your camera. I'll turn off mine when you turn yours on. So you <laughs> Mike, Mike should definitely sub in for the skate conversation. The skate fans out there deserve to hear from Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Oh my God! Okay, Gary, what, this is the Holy deal. Holy shit, Gary, you weren't kidding. No bike, Mike right, is I gotta, coming I gotta, in. I got to, I got to, I got to bring the this. hype about skate, Gary. Skate Bear did a great job. Skate is about freedom. It's about creativity. It's about you shredding the gnar and bringing your personal style out to the skater world. And skate is the game that every gamer wants. And I'm so happy that EA is finally crawling out of that dumb creative hole that they've been sitting in and bringing us back the likes of NCAA football most importantly skate four and if this is to be true greg miller we're in for a treat because skate four is everything that we're going to want and more because you can see the progression from skate one to skate three and as i said for you gary as a beginner it's all about the freedom the choice to create something new and do new tricks each and every time so what you'll do is you're going to take that difficulty down to easy so you don't fall a bunch right so it'll be a little bit more arcadey than the true sim like i want and you're going to just shred the gnar. You're going to kick flip onto some rails, front size nose blunt, maybe a little tail slide, and you're going to have a great time. It's going to be awesome. Listen, first That's of all, not- Mike, I, I love the fact that you ran in from in, in the middle of shaving to, to respond to this. You're a fucking hero. Mm-hmm. And I will give it a try. Here's the question, because I'm not trying to harsh anyone's mellow here. This is, these are just not my kinds of games. Sure. I don't, I don't, I don't want to yuck anyone else's yums. If you like these kind of games, I'm happy for you. They're just not my cup of tea. I will ask this question, though, in a, in a, in a broader sense. Do you have faith in EA to get this right? Because they often don't, right? We get all hyped up for something, bringing back a game, and then they bring it back, and it's not. It's, it's they're not bringing back the hyped. guys who made Skate Skate, though, right, Mike? That was yeah, one of the big thing in EA correct. Play when I got to debut this before Austin uh, Creed ruined EA Play and had it canceled this year. Like they, they're bringing back the guys who made Skate Skate, and I think they know what they have. And earlier, it had leaked in one of the conversations uh, about this. Not leaked, I guess, but I think they actually talked the the footage leaked. But then EA's talked about the fact that they're really focusing on user generated content, exploration, and community, right? Like that's what I want. Out of skate again that's what i loved about skate one yeah that's exactly right greg of course it's not under the same studio of course yep. now it's a new studio but it is the people that circle, created right? all the games that we love and the big one that you just brought up greg is like they're going to build off of what we already love and now add in that user generated content that's going to be the big selling point for skate four is the user generated content just like me and gary are about to enjoy in fall guys when they add that right gary but like oh yeah can't wait to start. my, my kid in particular can't wait to start designing our own fall guys levels that's going to be exciting 
Yeah, and no, so no, listen, I'm going to I'm going to keep an open mind. It's going to be incredible. Okay, good. I'm yeah. going to keep an open mind. Good. Good. I will great. try it when it comes out. Thanks for uh, having me on. Always a pleasure, Mike. Enjoy your shower. Get back and get ready for streaming. Uh, always, you know, pointing out, of course, this is kind of a weird one where there was no EA Play this year. And if you remember that time, I'm on IGN.com where Cat Bailey wrote that EA Play won't uh, EA Play Live event won't be happening this year. Uh, instead, the publishing giant will be revealing more about its projects. Quote: When the time is right for each of them. And of course, we saw, you know, Jedi. Uh, well, don't don't tell me. Star Wars Jedi Survivor get announced at Star Wars Celebration this year. Uh, it would make sense, obviously, if they're ready to start talking about Skate 4 to bring out Skate 4 whenever they want to. And apparently that's now. And that would kind of line up if they were trying to do something happening in Q4 fiscal year 23 with it. But it is interesting because, of course, the leak stuff that we had seen did make it seem like, oh, this is going to be a while till we see Skate, let alone the fact that, right, that was when I did the EA play where they announced that was 2020, right? So I guess two years from now, and you're looking at maybe all, two and a half, three, and again, that's what's been announced where they are. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Gary, since you mm. don't like uh, the Tony Hawk games, I have good news for you and bad news for everybody else. Number two on the Roper Report, Tony Hawk says Activision scrapped a three and four remake uh, following Vicarious uh, Visions merger. This is Andy Robinson over at VGC. A planned remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 was canned due to Activision Blizzard's decision to absorb 1 plus 2 developer Vicarious Visions. That's according to the Pro Skater himself, who claimed during a live stream on Monday that Activision had briefly taken pitches from other studios, but allegedly wasn't happy with any of them. Quote, that was the plan, even up until the release date of 1 and 2, Hawk said. We were doing 3 and 4, and then Vicarious, then Vicarious got kind of absorbed, and then uh, they were looking for other developers, and then it was over. <laughs> he added, the truth of it, it, the truth of it is Activision. Uh, we're trying to find somebody to do 3 and 4, but they just didn't really trust anyone uh, the way they did Vicarious. So they took other pitches uh, from other studios like, what would you do with a Tony Hawk Pro Skater title? Uh, and they didn't like anything they heard. <laughs> and then that was it. Who knows? Maybe when the dust settles, we'll figure it out. You never know. I never would have thought uh, we were going to do one and two 20 years later. Activision Blizzard announced in January 2021 that it planned to fold Vicarious Visions into Blizzard as a support team, uh, and the merger became official uh, in April of last year. At the time, uh, Activision Blizzard uh, said that Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 and Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy developer uh, would no longer be creating games as a lead studio. This is insane. This does nothing for you. This is insane, Greg. Of like, let's let's dissolve Vicarious Vision and put them into another fucking COD developer. But at the same time, like, we want to do another Tony Hawk game, but, like, we don't want Vicarious Visions to do it because they need to help make more COD. But at the same time, we don't trust anybody as well as Vicarious Vision to do another Tony Hawk game. Like, what are you doing, Activision? What are you doing? I Like... You know, I I have my qualms a little bit, my, uh, you know, my reservations about this Microsoft acquis uh, acquisition. I hope to fucking God they understand of, like, that, like, let's get Vicarious Visions out of whatever COD studio. Let's bring them back, and they are going to make Tony Hawk remakes because 1 Plus 2 Remake did very well. It reviewed very well, and let's keep Jake. doing that. Bakes Cakes writes into patreon.com slash games just like you can to be part of the show and says, Tony Hawk revealed that Vicarious Vision had plans to do Tony Hawk's 3 and 4 up until they got absorbed. With potentially more freedom under Xbox, could we see this come to light or will it be too late to pull the spirit of Vicarious Visions out of Blizzard? Thanks for all you do. Congrats again on five years. Barrett, do you think that would actually happen? I Because uh, that's the other aspect of like... By the time Microsoft is is kind of leading Activision, making decisions, maybe uh, course correcting, like is enough of that team still there, right? Like, yeah. have, like through the uh, dissolvement into another COD studio, like have people left because they're like, I, I, I came here to make dope remakes like Crash Bandicoot and Tony Hawk and stuff like that, not to help develop another Call of Duty, right? Um, yeah, I... I it's so I, upsetting, man, because, like, like Tim really wanted three and four, uh, like, and that was, it. like, a, a door opener to what I wanted was, like, a Thug remake. Um, yeah, like that's that, my man. Like, I love Thug one and two and even American Wasteland. And, like, here's it's so my take on it, right? Uh, Gary, I know you don't care about uh, skate games. I do have games. thoughts on this, though. Well, let me give you my thought, and then I'll kick it to you, right? The one thing you and I can both agree on is that all hail the Lord and Savior, Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer 
knows video games. He knows IP, and he understands what he's getting out of Activision Blizzard. And yes, there's Call of Duty. Yes, there's Diablo. Yes, blah, blah, blah. He was the guy who was, like, naming obscure shit they were getting out of this deal. Tony Hawk, not obscure. And I'm sure that Xbox will be doing something with Tony Hawk. And will it be three and four? Will it be a new game? Will it be whatever? Will it be soon? I can't answer any of those questions. But you will get a Tony Hawk game out of this Activision Blizzard Xbox purchase. And will, I don't think they're going to go through and pull vicarious visions out of this because i think as soon as you get absorbed that way the team starts to diffuse people probably already left to go do other things at other places who they're already working on this thing over there maybe you go get in a similar way what we've been talking about with skate you go get the folks who worked on it before they form full circle as they did they make a new studio yada 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 you will get a tony hawk game i believe in phil spencer but uh, what's your take on this rogue one gary Woodham? I mean, a few things first of all i'm genuinely so i can only assume, i don't know what the numbers were but i can only assume that the one and two remake wasn't like a gangbusters financial success for activision because if it were you can guarantee they would find a way by hook or by crook to like do the next one right that's what activision does right they they release a successful game and then they fucking iterate it into the ground they kill that's what they did with the with the first you know, tony hawk games right they kept see putting, i'll they, stop they, you i'll stop you yeah. like, no like, right like tony hawk you're talking here. I mean, here you go. Uh, this is from the Wikipedia. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two has become the fastest selling game in the franchise, selling one million copies in the first two weeks. In the United Kingdom, the game was the biggest launch of the franchise since two thousand three's Tony Hawk Underground, second biggest launch of the franchise overall. Remember who we're talking about? Activision Blizzard. They don't want. They don't, a success to them is something they can annualize every fucking year or microtransaction to all fucking hell. Right. So I don't think it's worth. I don't, like they've published so many great games and then like insane trilogy, right? Uh, Crash Man, and then they just like like grants the same thing. You know what I mean? But like they are success means something different to what Activision Blizzard is. So I don't buy it. Yeah, it I mean like, it's oh, entirely it's, well. it's entirely possible that they that they've moved on that they're like let's just iterate a franchise into the ground like they did with Tony Hawk, like they did with um, Guitar Hero, like they did with like like they have been doing even though. Call of Duty is more resilient to it, but you know they've been iterating that into the ground as well, and people are like sick of it. Um, that that maybe that's just the old model. Now you know, now the new model now is fucking free to play, microtransaction, pay to win, Diablo sure. Immortal. You know, look, look how much money they're making on fucking. You just, I mean, look at how much money they're making on Diablo Immortal. It's obscene, right? And they think yeah. that that's now the new way. But I'm, it's weird. It's like when they said, oh, they heard a bunch of pitches from different developers. And they didn't hear anything they liked. So like, what do they want to hear? This is not like someone coming in and pitching on a new Tony Hawk game where you might want to hear like a new vision, a new way to kind of breathe, you know, life into, into Tony Hawk, a new, a new game, which by the way, I think everyone would love to see. We'd love to see like a new Tony Hawk game, not just endless remakes, but like, what 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 do you we want to hear from the pitch time. other than well let's just take what the, what we did with one and two and do that with three and four like, I, I, I think like the model is there said, they they wanted to hear ways to monetize the fuck out of it on yeah a how, do we, how do we make how do we make it predatory board shops every day with new exclusive designs you can only get there for buying the real money yeah and and, and like it. even uh, the interesting thing is like I don't think they fully did that chat correct me if I'm wrong but like one plus two a lot of like the way that you earned uh like new stuff could have been easily adapted into a system like that. Um, it's been a minute since uh, I've, I've played it, so I, I'm kind of vague on it. And uh, just a li <clears throat> live correction, um, uh, Vicarious Visions got uh, put into Blizzard. I was thinking of Toys for Bob that got put into another co uh, Call of Duty studio. Two fantastic developers making really great remakes that did well, and they're just, uh, you know, now they're nothing. And it's just so depressing. Very yeah, sad. it's weird. It's like, why wouldn't they just trust another studio to do it? It's a fucking remake, and and, and it's and it's a and it's a sequel remake. Like the model for the successful remake, but basically just take what you did with one and two and do that with three and four. Like, does it have to be any more complicated than that? I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm do telling that. you, but but I think what you are seeing here is the tip of the iceberg with Activision kind of showing their hand a little bit in terms of th this is the kind of thing we're interested in and not interested in doing. I, I think they are more interested in games that can have Call of Duty levels of success, that can have Diablo Perfect. Immortal levels of like layers and layers of microtransactions and tricking people into you know into constantly kind of hitting the button to buy more coins, buy more orbs. That's good. That scary. That scarily for me, I think that's the direction that these big companies are increasingly going. And I hope that under the new Microsoft ownership, the Xbox ownership, that shit gets reined back in because some of the stuff we're starting to see now um is very very scary the way that you know the, the new monetization model for games i think is terrifying and i really really hope that gets nipped in the but i don't think it will 
Um, but I think I, I would very much like to see that get nipped in the bud before it gets completely out of control. I think it really depends on who, what game you're talking about. And I'm surprised, you know, we've seen microtransactions for so long. And I think people have experimented with them, done things, et cetera, et cetera. And then you do have somebody like Activision Blizzard in their current stance being like, well, Tony Hawk can't be monetized. They're getting scarier, though. Like, I watch this whole, because I'm fascinated by it, just, the, just the, the, the practice of it. I watch, like, this whole hour-long video of a guy who did a really, he was, like, an expert in microtransaction, free-to-play, pay-to-win, like that that whole kind of monetization model. And he did, like, a whole, like, layer upon layer deep dive into exactly all the different ways that Diablo Immortal gets you to give it sure. money. And it's brilliant and terrifying. And it's this is this is going to be the fucking future, and I and I don't want any part of it. Well, Gary, we will wait and see what happens there. If, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to wait and see maybe the ads that are coming up, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, you can ride in to be part of the show. You can get the exclusive post show. You can watch us record the games cast today, our TMNT and Neon White reviews. But guess what? You're not there right now, and that would have saved you for this show not having to watch the ads. So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Uplift for sponsoring this episode. I've been using my Uplift desk for well over a year now. I love the thing so much I decided to write a rap song for them. The build quality is real good. It's made of real high quality wood. They didn't ask for it. I just did it anyway. Getting my Uplift desk immediately improved my mood. Whenever I'm on shows, I'm standing up. I'm feeling a lot more energetic. And also, I kind of feel like I was just maybe creating some bad habits sitting down at a desk all day. I would move my legs up. I'd sit underneath my legs on my chair. And eventually, all that stuff just created really bad back pain for me. Choose from laminate, whiteboard, bamboo, solid wood, butcher block, or even custom solid wood or laminate options. Uplift Desk won New York Times Wire Cutters Best Standing Desk from 2019 to 2022. And while I'm at it, I'm just going to give them an award as well. Best Standing Desk that I use in my bedroom from when they sent it to me until now. Uplift Desk have a 15-year warranty. They ship the same day you order with free shipping and free return shipping. So if you've been feeling the effects of sitting at a desk for eight hours a day, maybe you want some more energy in your life. Maybe you want to do squats in the middle of a Zoom call or something. Uplift your life. Go to kindoffunny.com slash uplift. Number three on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen, Gotham Knights has some new details from Game Informer over there. Andrew Reiner sat down with Gotham Knights executive producer Floor Marty and game director Jeff Eleanor. Uh, out of the many things they talked about, I pulled out three that I thought were interesting. Number one was, can we play as multiples of the same character? They were asking, like, will there be some kind of explanation? Will it be weird? And Jeff says, you can make it as weird as you want. Floor follows up and says, we're leaving it up to players. We know some people will want to have different characters, but some won't care. I don't want to spoil anything but there's a funny moment in the game if you are playing as two of the same character we're giving you complete freedom the other one that's making the rounds uh, today or one of the other ones that's making the rounds from this interview is how big is gotham city uh jeff said it's pretty big i haven't put one map over the other but our gotham is a big place i tend to spend a lot of my zoom calls on the bat cycle driving around gotham it is one of the fastest and most chill ways to move around the city it feels like a big place uh, Fleur says, uh, for sure, it's the biggest version of Gotham that has been represented in video games. Uh, the most important thing for us is its density and verticality. It has a lot of layers. The bat cycle is the long-range mode of transportation. And then again, on top of all this, they were talking about the different kinds of suits. Of course, one of the most recent trailers, and I know we're watching gameplay here, was Nightwing. And there was a whole bunch of different looks at different Nightwing suits you could have. They were asking, what's going on with that? Uh, Fleur says, uh, each of our knights has 11 different sty suit styles. As Jeff mentioned, those are full styles. Uh, within a style, you can have customization with different pieces and different colorways. Uh, Jeff says, each suit style is basically a silhouette. Every time you craft a suit, think of it as an instance of that silhouette that comes with stats in a specific colorway that you can then override by unlocking more colorways as you go. Gary Bartholomew Witta. Mm. Does this do anything for you? Where's your hype for Gotham Knights? I mean, I like this kind of game. I never really played the Arkham games, but I love the Spider-Man games on PlayStation. Sure. And this feels like this feels like very much like it's a genre unto itself, right? Now, this the, the kind of the explore a city, get involved in like 360 degree combat with a bunch of guys, use your powers, be a superhero. Spider-Man to me did that to perfection. And obviously that sure. was based very much on the arc of model. So yeah, I mean, I'll give it a try. I actually want to ask Barrett, because Barrett really is, I, I feel like he's the one who's probably got his eye on this because Barrett, I know how much you love the Arkham games. Given that this isn't rock steady, I mean, do you feel like this is going to be, what's your excitement level for this? Well, first off, I just want to. What do you mean by you haven't really played the Arkham game? I can't just let you just say that. I just kind of missed them for three years at this point. Gary. I just kind of missed more. them. How did I not know this about you, Gary?
I know, and they're on, and, and they've been on Game Pass, and I've really got no excuse. But I, like I said, I loved them. Despite I played both the Spider-Man games uh, to completion, and I'm Spider-Man Two is probably you know my top three most anticipated games. So I do love that style. And you're absolutely right. Given that I love that kind of game, and I like Batman, I like the DC universe. I should go. I should I go I, play especially them. Especially like Arkham City, I think would uh, definitely be your vibe if like you really liked. The Spider-Man games, Arkham Asylum is definitely more uh, a, a smaller and closed type of thing. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've said this before, like uh, this is the studio that did Batman Arkham Origins, uh, which I know isn't the, the most loved Arkham game, but I personally uh, really enjoyed it. I thought it had a, a great story, um, albeit, you know, some uh, open world decisions that weren't in, entirely super interesting and especially at the time like visually it wasn't the most impressive thing uh to to look at um and so ever since they officially announced this i've been a believer of like the story that wb montreal is, is setting out to tell i i believe that they're going to deliver something that's uh unique for for them uh and i i like that they're not under uh like the the universe that Rocksteady kind of like set off to to tell they're not in that same mm -hmm. universe anymore, so they don't feel uh, they might not feel restricted into what story they can tell. So I'm excited on that aspect. The more we see of like kind of the open world uh, mechanics of you know what it's like to team up, what you're doing, uh, and stuff like that, I do have a little more pause on just like moment moment to uh, moment to moment gameplay stuff. Um, and I'm interested to see how that actually feels once we get it in our hands. As as far as, like, the, the bullet points from today, um, I think it's cool to, you know, like, it, it's maybe a little immersion-breaking to, you know, have, like, two Red Hoods, like, teaming up at the same time, but... But it's the know, game they're making, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the game like, they're I, making, and, like, when, that, you, when I'm working on my Batgirl, and you want to, you're, you know, you're doing... I'm going to main Batgirl, and then you have... you. I, I want to keep going with my character, right? Yeah. And, and, I'm and, glad and, they have an answer for it. I'm glad they're not locking it obviously that was a yeah. big thing for me with avengers when it first started that you couldn't have this you know you had to have uh, individual people which sucked and then eventually they did it and who cared it's the same thing here yeah and and, and that i i personally don't don't really care about like if you want to like team up with uh with someone and yeah like we're po both playing batgirl because they even straight up said of like hey if you play as, uh, as batgirl like it, it, it'll seem very similar to maybe a, a past game so like yeah i definitely want to play as batgirl if that's going to be the most like batman feeling uh character in this game um and then the the biggest this Gotham bullet point. Um, well, yeah, this is like mobile this game fucking UI. UI. It's, How did it's they not great. Um The the biggest Gotham thing I'm a little concerned about. Uh, I personally didn't mind how big Arkham Knight was. It uh, felt I, big, right? Yeah, it, it felt big. It felt dense, but it felt not too big for me personally. And I know not everybody agrees with that, but I, I think once you push past there, that's where it starts to become okay, like, how much is this going to be the, the same stuff over and over again? How much is this going to turn into a kind of Ubisoft, you're kind of doing the, mm -hmm. the same kind of, like, five things in each section of the, the city, like, over and over again? So that'll be, again, it's one of those things where, I've, like, it'll be hard to tell until we, we get the, the games in our hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's the same way you you and I have talked at length about this on shows, but, like, I want to be excited for it. I look at it and I'm not like over the moon excited for it. I'm ex I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, like it's the biggest Gotham ever. Okay, cool. Is it just going to be filled with like bullshit or dead spaces or is it just going to be the same kind of fights over and over on the rooftops like when, when I break looks, up my I mean, little it looks, it looks decent. I was just watching the, the, the footage decent, running in the background there. Like if I were a betting man, I'd put my money on the Justice League game over this just cuz cuz you know, I I would I would better Rocksteady. Um, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, it, it look it looks all right. You know, it's it's kind of second string heroes, right? It's like this is gonna this can seem like a like a shitty comparison, but like if you if you look at like the the, the Insomniac Spider Man games, you know, Spider Man and Miles Morales, those to me feel like MCU movies, right? Like the full you know the full A list. This to me kind of feels like a CW show. I can see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, feel, right. it feels yeah. it feels kind of second tier. Just, ge just generally. But like, are we talking like know. CW quality of like the Flash, like when it started out, where it was like a pretty good CW show? Or are we talking about you know the actual like, Flash right now? <laughs> Flash right now, you know. <laughs> I would say like I'm I'm excited for like the the thing I'm most excited for that I've talked about for years is just them adapting Court of Owls into a, a, a yeah, really cool visual cool. medium, and that's just like if they can pull that off, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away happy.
We'll wait and see, ladies and gentlemen, October 25th, right around the corner, believe it or not. But right now, let's talk about some games that are about to be out. We have review roundups for several. Number four on the Roper Report is Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. The review roundup is live. When I was compiling earlier today for this Switch game, we had a Metacritic of 80. Uh, IGN gave it an 8.0. Alex Santamaria wrote, You generally know what you're getting into when you boot up any Omega Force games. But with Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, uh, includes pleasant surprises unlike the original fire emblem warriors uh three hopes no longer feels like a uh, musou game with references to uh to another series layered on but a true hybrid of fire emblems social gameplay and warriors battles and it works despite overstaying its welcome and missing the mark when it comes to the more intimate interactions any progress in the warrior series is welcome and three hopes is full of well-considered changes that should bode well for the future over at GameSpot, uh, it got a 7 from Kyle Hillard or Hilliard. Uh, the Musou games have been on an upward trajectory ever since Omega First, uh, Force stepped outside of its dynasty comfort zone. This, along with the recent releases, has shown a stronger willingness to embrace the unique mechanics of the franchises it is borrowing from, and Three Hopes is one of the strongest examples yet. The repetitive and sometimes frustrating combat, however, is what makes up the majority of the experience. Even with improvements, the base idea behind the combat still loses its luster quickly. If you squint, though, you arrive at something closer to a Fire Emblem Three Houses extension, as opposed to a licensed spinoff, hoping to cash in on recognizable characters and locations, which is a good place to be. Gary, do Musou games ever do anything for you? The fi Fire Emblem games, or any time a Fire Emblem game is like in the news, when I remember when Three Houses came out not so long ago, I really felt like I was kind of missing out on something because Fire yeah. Emblem fans are like, they're very, very passionate, right? People are like, if you're like, no, there aren't casual Fire Emblem fans, right? Fire yeah. Emblem fans are like, they're all really, really into it. And it's a kind of game that I think like, I'm kind of resistant to that. I, I should give it, I should give one of them a try. Maybe I could get into it, but like, they're very, obviously, very dense in terms of the lore and i feel like because i've not spent years playing them for me to come into a, to the fire emblem universe now would be a bit of a struggle sure. for me there'd be like a like a, a lot of catching up to do but um i don't know this one so this one this this one like i said this is kind of like a side game right this kind of feels almost like that um that zelda spin-off exactly they did that was kind of exactly dynasty, dynasty warriors type yeah. combat i don't know this is this is coming out on the switch yeah is it all platforms yep no switch there's no PC chat. Let me know. Well, the Fire Emblem is a Nintendo, uh, right? So that's the thing. So okay. So the thing that I struggled with, I liked that Zelda Dynasty Warriors type game. Yeah. The, where I struggled with it was, and this is an argument where again I always say, like, oh, you, there doesn't need to be like a like a Switch Pro or a Switch 4K or like a like a new you know hardware revision of the Switch for better graphics or whatever. Games like this, I think, demonstrate that that is kind of needed because many many games on the switch run fine but there are there are a surprising number of games that i've recently encountered where i'm like yeah it's struggling and yeah. that zelda game really was any i was just looking at that footage and anytime you're seeing like you know 20 30 different characters on a screen like i'm thinking this the, 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 the switch is going to have problems here and that was certainly the case with the zelda game and i think it, it looks to me like it might be an issue here as well i think they're starting to kind of reach like the peak of what they could really do with the switch we shall see. Obviously, there'll be another switch coming around the bend soon enough. But right now, Fire Emblem Warriors doing well. Uh, I'm with you, Gary. I'm I'm not a Muso guy, and I'm not a Fire Emblem guy. And I look at Fire Emblem, uh, and I've thought before, like uh, with Three Houses, uh, right? Like maybe I should get into this. Maybe I should give it a chance. And then, of course, I get distracted and don't end up playing it. But. Uh, there you go. If you want that one, it's there for you. But it's not the only review of the day. Number five on the Roper Report, Sonic Origins review roundup is here for you. Uh, not many people reviewed it today, uh, but Metacritic had it at an 80 when I checked. Game Informer gave it an 8.5, where Brian Shea wrote, While the music changes and audio mishaps are disappointing, the Sonic Origins package is terrific overall. Having the best version of the versions of the classic Sonic saga in one bundle is supremely satisfying, and anniversary modes enhancements make in the experience of playing through them more enjoyable than ever before even in a gaming landscape where most of these games are already available to download on every platform sonic origins is a worthwhile package meanwhile push square gave it a seven stephen talby wrote sonic origins presents four of the hedgehog's best games with style and it's a joy to revisit these iconic platformers presentational flourishes like the animated cutscenes, as well as a host of extra modes like boss rush and missions give fans and newcomers alike plenty to see and do and the museum is full of interesting artwork you might not have seen before some stingy dlc practices let the side down 
let the side down. And of course, uh, the games themselves have some 30-year-old weaknesses, but this is, by and large, a wonderful spin down memory lane. Gary, are you hankering to go back to play some old Sonics? No, you know me. My, I, I, my position hasn't changed. There's never been a good Sonic game, and I don't understand people that like Sonic games. But my, my question is, my kid likes them. My question is, how different is this from the one that came out not so long ago? Is it called like Sonic Generations? Because I remember that one was really well received, but that was kind of like a throwback. Oh, Sonic to the Mania. Sonic You're game. talking about Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. That's what it was. Like, is it that was that, like that, more, those, more of that? That was like a reimagining of the cla- with the well, classic. Yeah, this that, is just like straight up remakes of the original. Yeah, games. this yeah. is the original games enhanced. That was a new thing. Sonic Mania was a new thing. I don't know. I mean, this is not. I saw. I did see one review of this this morning that hated it. I remember if it was like Katana. Like I said or earlier, there was still a lot coming. One of, IGN, there was, well, there was one site out there that was like, this game shits all over Sonic's legacy. Oh, I, I don't know. But there was somebody really didn't Jesus. like it. Yeah, it was not good. I mean, what the fuck is Sonic's also, legacy? It, anyway? Yeah, Come Mania on, is a like a, a completely new thing. And I would argue, Gary, yeah, it is the one it's, it's good. Like, it's, these, it's, it's basically Sonic 5. Yeah. It's the idea of right. you take the classic mecha- mechanisms and art kind of work and do yeah. stuff with it. It's not, it's not a remake. No, Only good it's Sonic a brand new game, I would say. It's. Okay. I mean, it's, I think. I think for Sonic fans that are looking to kind of go back and relive the '90s or whatever, it seems like it'll it'll scratch that itch. We'll see about Sonic Frontiers, man. That's the one we're all looking. That's. For. I'm telling you that. I'm excited. I'm actually. That's the first Sonic game in forever that I'm thinking. You know what? Maybe. I'm definitely trying it. Yeah, you know, I, I was raised with the Sonic games. It's cool. This is here. I don't need to go back. I've gone back before. I don't need to go back again. Uh, number six on the Roper Report. Speaking of going back, we have review roundup for the Capcom Fighting Collection. Guess what? The Metacritic was at an 80 this morning. IGN gave it an 8. Ronnie Barrier wrote, the Capcom Fighting, uh, I'm sorry, the Capcom Fighting Collection has everything it needs to be a su- to succeed. A collection of great games alongside some rarities, an impressive museum filled with interesting art and music, and a snappy UI linking everything together. Online play has been flawless ahead of launch thanks to easy matchmaking and modern rollback netcode. It's a bummer that there's no cross-platform play and Street Fighter 3 is conspicuously absent. But other than that, Capcom truly has a collection worth collecting on its hands. Then the six access also gave it an eight over there. Uh, Nick uh, Petrascadi, no Petra CT uh, said Capcom fighting collection plugs the gaps left in everyone's fighting game collection. Sans rival schools, of course, uh, with low lots of customization uh, available for how you play 10 excellent ports and a loaded museum. You'd be remiss to miss out on this excellent piece of history. Good. If you like fighting games, right, Gary? There's a lot of retro stuff happening right now. Like every, I, mean, I, I was playing it this weekend and I really liked it. The 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 new Turtles game, Shredder's Revenge, which obviously yeah. is like, you know, it's not Throwback. a remake, but it's Throwback. clearly meant to kind of channel all those yeah, old yeah, kind yeah. of '90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. You've got Sonic. Um, what did, what are we what are we calling it? Sonic Origins. What did you talk about? Yeah. Sonic remake, and now yeah. this. Like every, I, I feel like we're we're just increasingly kind of. I don't know if it says something about us culturally. And I'm, I've said to you before, I'm a fan of these remasters. I like it when when games get brought back, but it, it just feels like the, it's becoming almost less of a trend and almost more like just all we do now is just kind of retreat into nostalgia and retreat into the past. Maybe because the future is terrifying. I don't know. Sure. People, I mean, at least they're doing new stuff with it. You bring up TMNT. At least it wasn't just a redo of that. No, I think that's rep. good because it, like, it, it has a nostalgic feel, but it's still yeah. a new game. But it clearly exactly. is you know, meant to harken oh, yeah, back to, to back those, to the, those, those uh, Turtles coin-op games. Yeah, it's that time of year where it's backlog season, so I think it's a great time to drop a bunch of collections of old stuff and try to hit that nostalgia in the same way, obviously, movies and TV have been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. Number seven, bad news for Gary Witta. There's an Xbox controller shortage. This is Chris Scully. Well, in my house. I know. We're going to get to your house in a second. <laughs> Microsoft has acknowledged a shortage of Xbox controllers after many retail- major retailers sold out completely this month. At the time of writing, major retailers in multiple regions are completely sold out of Xbox wireless controllers, and the peripherals seem to be particularly scarce across Europe. In the UK, there are currently no controllers in any color in stock at retailers Game, Smith's, Argos, Curry's, or even the official Microsoft store. Amazon UK is one of the few retailers with stock of the Carbon Black controller, which was newly added today. It was sold out yesterday. Third-party prices on Amazon for the Black controller start at uh, $93.99, nearly double the official price. 
the situation appears to be similar in many regions with reset era forum users discussing their difficulty in locating controllers in various countries, including Australia, France, the Netherlands, and Germany. The Xbox design lab appears to still be taking orders from players wishing to design and buy their own custom controllers. The design lab site claims uh, we aim to have controllers in your hands within 28 days of placing your order. It's not clear if this remains the case or simply hasn't been updated. Xbox confirmed the controller shortage following an inquiry by VGC, attributing to attributing it to supply disruptions. Quote, we know it may be hard finding Xbox wireless controllers right now due to supply disruptions. We're working on we're working as fast as possible with our manufacturing and retail partners to improve this. Please check with your local retailer for availability. Stock seems to be somewhat more readily available in the U.S. for now, with availability in the Microsoft Store and Best Buy, though some sites such as Amazon U.S. and GameStop are currently only selling pre-owned controllers, suggesting supplies aren't plentiful in the region. Gary, mm. good for everybody to know. Good to get out of there. How many of these goddamn... You start, you made it last year, you were like, I'm going to start collecting Xbox controllers. How many do you have right now? This weekend, I was actually going to assemble them all and 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 take a picture of like the current collection. But I do have a lot. I don't know, probably like 25, 30 Xbox this controllers. Is the time, and that's not even counting like old Xbox One. I'm just talking about just like current generation Series X stroke S, the ones with the share button. I don't know, a lot. I got I've got too many. You got two children to put through college one day. This is where you pull the trigger and you start. You just ship them to the UK. Start selling them and shipping. Well, them. what happens is it's it's a very it's a very popular thing now that when. Um, Oftentimes when companies promote a game, they send you like influencers yeah. and, and, and people in the media, they send like a little care package. And one of the things they'll often send you is like one of those Pope art, you know, custom designed. Like there was there was a thing recently. They sent me the, the, the company that makes blackout. Literally, these curtains right here. Yeah. There's a company that makes blackout curtains and they're marketing, marketing them at gamers now because in your gaming cave, you know, you want to keep the sunlight out and have a dark you know, be able to control the lighting in your environment. And I, again, it's fucking too hot today. These black curtains are actually saving my life. But even they sent me a custom controller. It was like That's a heat-resistant controller. Awesome. So like when put you, or, or, or heat um, uh, adaptive, whatever you want to call it, like when you put your hands on it, like the color, you know those, those coffee mugs that change when you put hot yeah. coffee in them? It was yeah, like that when you put your hands on it. The color of it. I, so I've got that fucking controller now. I don't even know what to do with it. I've got too many damn controllers, but it's nice, you know, it's nice to have because, you know, if one, shits the bed you go you go straight on to the next one i'm not a i'm not the kind of person like throws controllers and breaks them i'm not a rage quitter or anything no, like that that would be no. i mean i could be like honestly i could i could rage quit games and like throw my controller a lot and just like go to the next one on the list it's a nice thing to have and i love the design again props to the xbox design lab what a great little idea that is i wish sony would just steal it and do it with the dual sense they added those nice uh, soft pastel colors recently um design lab's great i love it they, they they need to extend it to the elite controller but otherwise i think um, it's such it's such a great little idea. It's really fun to kind of go onto the website and customize the controller and things like that. So yeah, I would like to see Sony steal that idea. Gary, I'd like to see this Xbox supply shortage end for controllers, but that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? Uh, the official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today, The Elder Scrolls Online High Isle is out everywhere. Uh, Broken Mind, PS4, Switch, Xbox One, Nummels, PC and Xbox, Shadowrun, Shadow Run Hong Kong Extended Edition on everything. Good Company on PC. Uh, Wreckfest is on PC Early Access. All the PlayStations, all, all, all well, just Xbox One, it says Switch. Uh, Shadow Run Returns is on Android, iOS, Linux, Mac, PC, PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Fall Guys is out everywhere, and it's free to play, Gary. I know. Are you I'm very excited. It? You playing already? I've tried it this morning. The launch has been a bit of a mixed bag. I don't know why, but apparently it's still major game companies, you know, because, you know, Fall Guys is owned by Epic now. It's a big company, and they yeah. know a little thing. Epic knows a thing or two about online gaming. Apparently, in the year 2022, it's still impossible to launch an online game on day one and have it just work. Like, it's been a shit show this morning. I installed it on my Xbox. I installed it on my Nintendo Switch. I installed it via the Epic Game Store because, you know, they have that version on PC now as well. And it was just one connection error after another. Couldn't link my Epic account. You have to link your Epic account now. Uh, couldn't get it running. Uh, couldn't couldn't match make. Like it's. A, I finally like ten minutes before we came on air, I was managed to get it working on my Nintendo Switch. Plus, also lots of really weird bugs that should have been caught in QA. I don't know why, but like on the Xbox version, a lot of the button prompts are, are mapped wrong. Like it has like huh. um, PlayStation um, button illustrations, like sure. L1 R1. What the fuck is that? I'm on Xbox L1 R1. 
weird things like yeah, press the left the... thumbstick to go back when it should be the B button. How is this shit not caught in QA? Listen, I fucking love Four Guys. I'm one of the biggest Four Guys fans out there. But this and, and this very very heavily hyped free to play launch, which I think ultimately once all the all the teething troubles settle down. I think it's going to be great for Fall Guys. I think we're going to see a big renaissance of Fall Guys. Switch players come into the party. Uh, Xbox players come into the party. All free to play. Cross play, cross progression. I think it's going to be great. Snowbike Mike and I are actually doing a big community games uh, night tonight. 7.30 p.m. Come to twitch.tv slash Gary Witter. Go to twitch.tv slash Snowbike Mike. We're going to be squad streaming, giving away prizes, playing games with the community. We'll do private lobbies. Anyone can come and play with us. I fucking love Fall Guys. I never fell out of love with it. But this launch was a bit of a mess this morning. Uh, you mentioned, of course, that it's you know now under the Epic umbrella, which of course means uh, it has been delisted on Steam as of today as well. If you use yes. your Steam client to play uh, Fall Guys, they have committed that they're going to continue to update so, it. So yeah, if you have it on Steam already, you can continue to play it. But if you want to get it at, as of today, you got to go to the Epic Game Store. The other thing I want to mention, and I need sure. to play it a little bit more, but I did play a little bit this morning. The Switch version is bad. It's really talking about games that struggle on Switch. I don't know why Fall Guys would struggle on switch i played a little bit on handheld i know that it's much lower resolution it's 720p it's 30 frames a second instead of 60 on some of the next gen consoles but like it's janky like the frame rate is shitty and that's really really sad for me because my kid loves fall guys i want to be able to play it handheld i guess i can still play it on the steam deck because again i did some of that back end magic to get running on my oh if you want to play fall guys on your steam deck you trust me you're going to linux back end you're going to fuck around and get it working come talk to me i'll show you how to do it um, okay. But on the yeah. Switch, which was the version I was kind of most excited about because there's a massive Switch player base out there, handheld, like bringing four, having four guys on the go is going to be great. But based on my little experience today, it's low res, it's framey, it's, it's, it's really janky. I think they've got a lot of work to do on the Switch version. I think you're going to see in the next few days as Digital Foundry and some other people get their hands on the Switch version, a lot of complaints about performance on the Switch version of four guys. We... We'll wait and see. Uh, your final out today comes from Madognick96 from Massachusetts, who wrote in and said, Hi, Greg and Gary. I just wanted to alert you of an out today, since it seems SNK doesn't really give much notice on their smaller titles. The King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match Final Edition is out today for PlayStation 4 and Steam. It was shadow dropped early this morning with no warning and just a tweet that it's out. To be clear, this was already available on Steam, but is now also on PS4. It's not to be confused with King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match that's already on PS4. That is a PS2 on PS4 Classic. This is a new game, has online, and rollback netcode, and more. Hard to believe it's that nobody covers this shit. Sound, it sounds just as simple as, you know, like the new structure of PS Plus, you know. <laughs> new dates for you! Naruto stuff's coming back to Fortnite this week, so if that's your jam, look for it. Uh, Tiny, Tina Wonder, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is coming to Steam on June 23rd. And then the one, the only, Jane Foster comes to the very much alive Marvel's Avengers June 28th. Are you still playing that? I have not touched Marvel's Avengers in this calendar year. Wow. I'm putting, I'm, I mean, I'm you're looking the canary in the coal mine if you've stopped playing it. Well, I, put it on, I put it on the Avengers chat here, and I've seen a, if anybody's bitten on it. They're ta we're talking about it, but it doesn't look like we've confirmed if we're actually going to play next week, but we'll see. Uh, that's also Outriders Day, so it's like, come on. I got a bunch of dead games I got to play again. Uh, deals of the day for you. Uh, until June 24th, Techland is offering Dying Light 2 Stay Human at 33% off on the Standard Edition, 25% off on the Deluxe Edition, 20% off on the Ultimate Edition. That's through the Steam Summer Sale. Xbox owners can take advantage of the same limited time uh, offer through the deals on lock sale. Uh, then uh, Xbox Game Pass got uh, an update today. Available today is the Shadowrun trilogy on cloud and console. Total War Three Kingdoms on PC. Coming soon, FIFA 22 will be on console and PC June 23rd. Naraka Blade Point will be on co cloud, console, and PC June 23rd. And Far Cry 5 will be on cloud, console, and PC July 1st. Game Pass just continuing to kill it. Gary, we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Mm -hmm. We have one in here from Fascinated Jack who says, Greg, we got to talk about Jane and Marvel's Avengers. Fascinated Jack, I will remind you once again, you are fucking nothing. All right, you are a passenger on Jesus. my fucking bus, and I'm Holy the goddamn shit. bus driver. All right, so when we are, I haven't pulled into the station and said, "That's it, everybody, get off the fucking bus yet." So I don't need you to come in and be like, "All right, excuse me, in four blocks, are you going to take a left turn?" Yeah, I'm taking a left turn, motherfucker. I'm the bus driver. Now sit your ass down, fascinated Jack. I'm trying to fucking drive the bus right now. 
Greg you know, Miller's going to miss the Avengers news. Greg Miller's going to miss the Avengers news. He's not going to put it anywhere in the fucking show. That's what you just thought. That's what you just said. Did you miss yesterday when I declared myself a fucking god because I have a Steam Deck? Did you think God would miss something about another god coming to Avengers today? Fascinated, Jack. I think it's We're going in here. We're going in here right now to see if we see can fucking ban it. Did you use your real fucking Twitch name, Fascinated Jack? Of course not, you fucking coward. You would have been bounced right out of this fucking place right now if you did Fuck that. Fuck me, Greg. I and I, I get shit for, for for being harsh on people sometimes, but like you, this is the, the at least I'm honest about who I am. You project this like nice guy persona, nice guy Greg. But every now and again, the mask slips, and the real Greg emerges, and it's it, there's a fucking mean streak there, isn't there? It's that thing, Gary. I'll take I'll take it on the chin half the time about all the jokes people want to make at my expense, all the things. You, you want to show up on the show and think <laughs> I'm not going to fucking talk about Avengers news? You thought you're going to get out of here without any Avengers news from Greg Miller on an Avengers day? Did well, I already submitted you haven't even played it this calendar year? Yeah, well, I mean, well, I, I haven't played it this calendar year, Gary. Guess how much I've missed? Not a goddamn thing. Nothing. <laughs> I've missed the Tachyon event. I've played the Tachyon event before. Where's the new fucking content? Where's the new thing to do? Where's the new thing? you got to play handheld on the Steam Deck now. No, I'm not restarting. I can't. I'm not starting over. I'm not doing that again, okay? Oh, because there's no cross-play, right? Cross-progression? Yeah, cross-progression, yeah. So it's 2022. What the fuck is going on? No wonder it's a dead game. Is that really what we want? Is that, that what we think killed Avengers? We're not going to do this again, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I mean, add it watch. to the list. You can go watch the most popular episode of The Blessing Show on YouTube.com slash Games if you want to find out more about what happened to Avengers. Uh, of course, tomorrow you can find out what's happening in all the gaming news. Blessing and Jan will be hosting Games Daily. Then it'll be me and Tim on Thursday. Then it will be Blessing and Janet on Friday. If you're watching live right now, ladies and gentlemen that fall guys fun isn't stopping uh mike and blessing are streaming some fall guys right after this to hang i'm out. gonna go over there and play with them oh that'll be very fun i'm jumping okay, over that okay, yeah good and then well, again remember, tonight 7 30 don't forget me and mike are gonna be squad streaming it and don't forget gary and i are gonna do a post show right now patreon.com slash kind of funny games where we're gonna answer a question from olives uh if you want to get that patreon.com slash kind of funny games that's where you could write in you could get the show ad free and you could apologize fascinated jack I'm going to be waiting for your fucking apology, fascinated Jack, for what you've done to me, and you've offended God. Do you understand that? I will smite you with my dice. Uh, of course, if you have no money to talk our way, no big deal. YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosteeth.com, uh, and then podcast services around the globe each and every weekday for a brand spanking new episode. If you want to catch the Fall Guys stream uh, that they're about to do, but you're listening to this later, remember YouTube.com slash kindoffunnyplays, our brand new YouTube channel that could use your likes, subscribes, and shares. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.